This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer in Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. U.S. President Biden gets first-hand look at hurricane damage in Puerto Rico. Cholera kills at least seven in Haiti as disease returns. BVI governor authorizes U.S. DEA operations in the British Virgin Islands. Antigua and Barbuda's Prime Minister Gaston Brown opens Antigua and Barbuda's first licensed cannabis dispensary. Grenada caps freight charges for imported goods. And Sandals continues St. Vincent Recruitment Drive. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, October 3rd. We start a report today in Puerto Rico, where U.S. President Biden gets first-hand look at hurricane damage in Puerto Rico. U.S. President Joe Biden traveled to Puerto Rico today to assess damage the island suffered as a result of Hurricane Fiona. The hurricane struck the U.S. territory as a Category 1 storm on September 18th, leaving widespread flood damage in its wake. Half of the island was still without power one week after the storm. The president announced the state of emergency declarations for both Florida and Puerto Rico, clearing the path for federal support in the coming weeks, months, and years. Biden administration new round of funding will be used to shore up levees, strengthen flood walls, and create a new flood warning system that will help Puerto Ricans prepare for future threats. Now on to Haiti, where cholera kills at least seven in Haiti as disease returns. HaitiNews.net by Voice of America reports, Haiti on Sunday said at least seven people have died of cholera in a surprise return of the disease. The disease killed some 10,000 people through a 2010 outbreak that had been blamed on a United Nations peacekeeping force. The Pan-American Health Organization in 2020 said Haiti had gone a year with no confirmed cholera cases. The health ministry earlier confirmed one case in Port-au-Prince area and that there were suspected cases in the town of Cécile outside the capital, which was the site of gang turf wars in July. Caribbean Bottling Company, a key supplier of bottled water, said Sunday that it could no longer continue producing and distributing water because it had run out of diesel fuel. Since last month, gangs have been blocking the country's main fuel port in protest. Many hospitals have shut down or scaled back operations for lack of fuel to power generators. And basic transit is now impossible for most citizens. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. BVI Governor authorizes U.S. DEA operations into British Virgin Islands. BVI News reports British Virgin Islands Governor John Rankin has indicated that his office sanctions all operations that the United States Law Enforcement Agency carries out on BVI soil. Governor Rankin recently made that disclosure to the London-based news organization Tortoise Media 
months after publicly denying that he was aware of investigations being carried out in the BVI by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration DEA officials prior to the arrest of former Premier Andrew Foy. In his interview with Tortoise last month, Rankin said, I do give the authorization for DEA operations here in the BVI. He further indicated in the interview that he is aware of those operations generally. The Department of State for the United States said, The strong relationship between the United States and the United Kingdom reflects their common democratic ideals and values that are reinforced through cooperation on political, security, and economic issues. Former Premier Boy for the British Virgin Islands is currently confined to a Miami apartment awaiting trial for charges related to drug and money laundering. Next up, Antigua and Barbuda's Prime Minister Gaston Brown opens first licensed cannabis dispensary in Antigua and Barbuda. Shakya News reports Antigua and Barbuda's Prime Minister Gaston Brown is supporting the opening of his country's first licensed cannabis dispensary, Grow Antigua and Barbuda Medicinal Dispensary and Retail Store. The cannabis dispensary retail and smoke shop opened on August 15th. Grow Antigua and Barbuda Medicinal Dispensary and Retail Shop is selling a variety of cannabis-related paraphernalia and growing supplies. The store is also currently accepting application for Grow members waiting list, which allows customers to apply for a medicinal cannabis user license. More than 300 people have already submitted applications. After speaking with the store's employees and customers about their opinions on how the business is being run, Prime Minister Brown stated he's impressed with the dispensary's current operations. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. To share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now on to Grenada, where the government has placed a cap on freight charges for imported goods. As a part of the government of Grenada's efforts to alleviate the impact of external shock on the Grenadian population, the government of Grenada has approved the adjustment of freight in the calculation of duties and taxes on important goods to reflect 2019 freight costs. The freight cap will be applied to the importation of all goods landed in Grenada during the period of October 1, 2022 to March 31, 2023. Next up, Jamaica gets boundary markers to protect fish sanctuaries. Jamaica Information Service reports fish sanctuaries of Jamaica will be given greater protection with the handover of several boundary markers funded by the World Bank at the cost of $7,500. The markers were formally presented to Jamaica on September 29 at the Caribbean Coastal Area Management Foundation in Salt River Clarendon. Minister of Agriculture and Fisheries Purnell Charles Jr., who accepted the markers from the World Bank, said they have come at a very important time when the government's agenda is high on food security and is actively advancing the country's capacity to be food secure. 
The minister pointed out that across the region, marine resources are declining due to natural impacts and from activities of persons in the sector, adding that there must be a ramping up of efforts to decrease poaching and to regulate local fishers so that fish stock remains stable. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now, great news for the tourism sector in St. Vincent, where Sandals continues its recruitment drive. Antigua Newsroom reports Sandals Resort International has shortlisted an additional 55 persons from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, who will be given the opportunity to train at its resorts throughout the region. The recruitment drive is part of preparing the local workforce for the eventual opening of the company's new resort in St. Vincent. Addressing the successful recruits, St. Vincent Minister of Finance and Economic Planning, Camila Gonzalez, lauded the resort chain for continuing to create opportunities for not only citizens of St. Vincent and Grenadines, but for all Caribbean nationals. He noted that Sandals was a key economic driver in the region, creating linkages with all stakeholders in tourism, and was excited about the impact its new hotel in St. Vincent will have on boosting airlift, employment, and the overall economy of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Close to 200 Venetians have already been recruited by the company, and Minister Gonzalez expect the drive to continue. Sandals Resort, which recently opened a new hotel in Curaçao, is in the process of further growth, which will see new hotels in Jamaica and St. Vincent, as well as enhancements of its existing properties. And here's our final note. Antigua government defends decision to allow Antigua Airway to operate flights to West Africa. Caribbean National Weekly reports the Antigua and Barbuda government is defending the decision to allow for an Antigua airway to operate flights from West Africa directly to the Caribbean island, saying the investors will be engaged in a wet lease, which means all that is required is to have the financial resources to lease not only the plane, but all of the supporting personnel. Antigua Airway is to begin operations next month, and a formal agreement was signed between the government and Nigeria publishing and printing firm Marvelous Mike Press Limited last month. Speaking in Parliament last week, Prime Minister Gaston Brown told legislators he is confident that the new airline will get a handling company to assist them and that they will be getting technical expertise from Leah based in St. John's. What we did do is listed as a citizen by investment program CIP project and one in which we have allocated up to 10 CIP files and if and when they are subscribed then we will get I believe about 20% of the shares. Under the CIP program, Antigua and Barbuda provide citizenship to foreign investors who make a significant contribution to the socioeconomic development of the island. The CIP program also exists in other Caribbean countries. Antigua Airways plans to operate a Boeing 767-300ER in a 16 business and 251 economy seating configuration. 
This podcast has been brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, October 3rd. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. 